My walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that my walk with Farrakhan Spreading life and always aiming to put his people first uh, Motivating and liberating My people with melanin want to see you thriving and educated No debating, he's a spiritual leader So make sure you tune in, trust you gotta see it Cause this is my walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that Peace, fam. This is Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad with the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast, where we talk about self-improvement, becoming one with God, and finding our divine purpose. On this Wednesday, this is our weekly Wednesday midweek motivational pick-me-up, where we come together and talk about those things that will improve us as a person and make our week go by better and make our month go by better and make our life go by better. Because the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says that self-improvement is the basis of community development. So again, I'm your brother, Mustafa Abdul Muhammad, on this Wednesday, midweek, motivational pick-me-up. Tonight, um, we have a great broadcast. Uh, We're streaming live on YouTube and Facebook using this modern technology and equipment. I'm able to go on both platforms simultaneously at the same time. So that's a good um, advantage tonight. Um, tonight, what I want to talk about is feeding the mind and reading and how important it is to feed our minds. We feed our, we feed our bodies, we feed our stomach three times a day, some of us, and we know that to feed our body is important. But also, we have to know that feeding our mind is just as important. So tonight, I want to talk about the importance of feeding that mind and feeding that mind properly. Because just as we can put poor food in our bodies, if you eat you know, McDonald's every day for 30 days and don't eat any vegetables and don't drink no water and eat nothing healthy, you know that that's going to be destructive and very negative on your body. Similarly with your mind. If you feed your mind junk food, junk mental food, junk TV food, junk reading material, then that's going to have a negative effect on your mind as well. So on this broadcast, this motivational Wednesday, pick me up. We're going to talk about feeding that mind properly. Just recently, um, I was reading a book by Les Brown about universal principles of success. And in this book, uh, Les Brown was talking about reading and he was breaking down reading using a a 30 day period. Excuse me. Excuse me. He was talking about reading 30 minutes a day. Pardon me. And he was saying that practice reading 30 minutes a day for 21 days until it becomes habitual. And because when we look at a book, a book may seem intimidating if it's, you know, 200, 300 pages, but he say break it down just by reading 30 pages a day. And in reading 30 pages a day, in two weeks, you can knock out most books. And in a month, you can knock out two books. So if you can read just 30 minutes a day, in two weeks, you'll knock out a book. In a month, you will knock out two books. In a year, you have read 24 books. 
And that's feeding your mind the right food and the right fuel that will make you a master and make you great. And tonight's quote comes from Frederick Douglass, who says that knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. I'm going to say that one more time. Frederick Douglass said, knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. You know, as well as I, that it was the slave master who never wanted us to read. It was the slave master that never wanted us to have knowledge or to be, quote unquote, educated. Because they knew once we started feeding the brain or feeding our mind with the right food and feeding knowledge, that that would take away that slavery, that that um that tendency to want to be enslaved. So Frederick Douglass said, knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave because the more you know, the more you grow. And the more you grow, you will not want to be held down by another man. So the slave master would punish us severely if we if they found out we were reading. We were punished severely if we knew how to read and taught others how to read because they knew that knowledge was a key that would unlock the black mind and make us stand up and be men and women again. Because when we were brought here from Africa to America on the slave ship Jesus, they stood in the way of us being educated and they wanted us to be ignorant and to be blank canvases upon which they can educate us and teach us and train us in their image and their likeness, which makes the modern day Negro and the modern day nigga. So knowledge is very important that we learn these things and get serious about our reading. And from what Les Brown said, I took it serious and I started reading 30 minutes a day. And now in another week, I will have knocked out a book and I'm going to move on to the next book and just try to get back into regular reading habits. Because I know that when I was regularly reading books, I'm talking about one, two books a month, you know, multiple books a year. I was at my best. My mind was sharp. My thinking was sharp. My thinking was very creative. I was thinking great thoughts. I was just full of energy. So I want to get back to that type of being where my mind was just fired up all the time. And I know that that comes by reading and that reading gives us inspiration and allows us to see things and consider other viewpoints and perspectives. So knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. Secondly, we know from reading the history of Malcolm X that Malcolm was turned off by knowledge and education. And when Malcolm was in prison, it was when Malcolm started reading books that Malcolm started becoming an awakened man. Once he became acquainted with the knowledge of himself, then he wanted to read and learn more and more and more. And it was that reading that woke up in Malcolm, his black genius. Malcolm, like many of our young boys and girls, young men and young women, we come through this educational system as bright stars having great intellect and great promise. 
and white teachers will look for those ones that have bright knowledge and bright futures. And they put a pin in the head of those black students that have the brightest minds and have the brightest ideas and have a bright future. So they put a pin in the head of those so that they will not live up to their greatness. Malcolm was one of those because when Malcolm was in school, Malcolm was a very great student. And Malcolm wanted to put his knowledge to being a lawyer. And a white teacher to put a pin in his head told him, you can't do that, Malcolm. You can't be a lawyer. You can't be a lawyer in our world because we're not going to hire you. We're not going to let you practice law in our world. So that white teacher put a pin in the head of the man who would become future Malcolm X. And once Malcolm had his dreams crushed and saw that he couldn't be what he wanted to be, then he said to hell with education, the hell with knowledge, the hell with reading. And you know how the rest of the story went, that Malcolm went into a life of crime and what we call thug life now. And it wasn't until he went to prison and became acquainted with Islam and the knowledge of himself that he again began, started reading again. And that reading woke Malcolm up and made him want to be great again. So we saw in Frederick Douglass saying knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. We saw in the slave master doing everything they could to stop us from reading or being taught how to read or seeking knowledge. So what is it about this knowledge that they don't want us to have? They don't mind us reading comic books and reading sex books and reading other kind of books because they know that those type of books are not going to wake up a black mind. But when you start reading books that teach you about knowledge of self, teach you about our great history of antiquity, how we were the master builders of the pyramids, how we were the master builders of civilization, how we were the masters of mathematics, science, and all the disciplines, then they know that that type of knowledge will wake up your black mind and make you want to be a master builder again. And as the Ms. Louis Farrakhan says, a white man heaven is a black man's hell. So when we rise up out of hell, then that takes them out of their heaven. So our minds have to be free. I want to point out a few books for you tonight, because as I said, reading is important, but it's not just reading anything that would get us through this, because we have to have knowledge of self first. Because if we don't have knowledge of self first, we can read all the books we want in this world. And if we don't have that root knowledge of self, all we will end up being is white on the inside, black on the inside, quoting and talking about what other somebody said in some book. But when we have a knowledge of self and we know who we are, then we can use all knowledge regardless of what source it comes from for our benefit. So I want to look at one book right here. This is The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson, was published over 50 years ago. And Mr. Carter G. Woodson says, when you control a man's thinking, you don't have to worry about his actions. When you control a man's thinking, you don't have to tell him to go to the back door. His education will make him automatically go to the back door. And if there is no back door, 
he will carve out a back door because he's only conditioned mentally to look for a back door. So Mr. Carter G. Woodson wrote this book over 50 years ago about how we had been miseducated. We had been doctrinated in European ideas and white supremacy, and we needed to have our minds unlocked and made free again. So he wrote a whole book on this about the miseducation of the Negro. So that's a good book for you to start with reading and checking your own mind and seeing if your own mind is locked up. As I said, we have to have a deep knowledge of self. Here are two more books for you to consider. The World's Great Men of Color, book one and book two by J.A. Rogers. I became acquainted with both of these books from reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. He mentioned these books in his autobiography. And he said that these books had great effect upon him and waking up his black mind and making him see things totally different. See, we have to go deeper into our history than beyond quote unquote African-American history, black history that they teach us or give us in February every year. See, black history is only dealing with the accomplishments of slaves, how we were brought to America in chains and how we overcame that and we still found creative ways to be great inside of America. We're taught about Garrett A. Morgan created the stoplight. We're taught about other black inventors and other ones, but that's our history after we fell and were brought into slavery. What were we doing before slavery? See, when you read books like this, this is going to teach you about not just African-American history, so-called African-American history, but the history that we had in Africa, the history we had in Asia, the history we had in Europe, the history we had in Russia, the history we had in North and South America. They only want you to think that we have history on Africa. But as this book say, we are world's great men of color. We were everywhere on the planet, not just Africa. We were everywhere. We were in the Middle East. We were in China, Asia. We were in Russia. We were everywhere. So when you elevate your mind out of black history, which is only focused on the accomplishment of slaves overcoming these trauma in America, then we will understand that we got to read our world history. There was a there was a man called Eugene Chin in China. And when you think of China, you think that all people over there are Chinese with ding, 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 ding. But there was a black man in China called Eugene Chin, and he was a great man who contributed great to Chinese society. But if you're only looking for African-American history, you're never going to go to China and know that black people were doing great things over in China. There was a man called Ibn Saud who was in, in Arabia, and he fought against the Europeans on behalf of the Arabs and he beat the Europeans and he brought freedom to Arabia. A black man named Ibn Saud. You learn about this in these kind of books. And this black man named Ibn Saud was so great and the Arabs were so enamored in honor of him 
they named their country after him. So what was called Arabia became Saudi Arabia after a black man named Ibn Saud. So when you say Saudi Arabia, that's black Arabia named after a black man. So we have to elevate beyond just African-American history or black history in America and understand that we are world people. There was a black man in Russia. Now, you know, when we say Russia, we don't think about no black folks over there in Russia. But there was a black man named Alexander Pushkin over there in Russia. He was a great poet and a great literary giant over there in Russia. But if we only focus on African-American history after we came in slavery, then we would never know that we were great in Russia and was making contributions to Russian society. So these books like this are called World's Great Men of Color. And don't be thrown off by the title because it's a world great men of color. It's also world great women of color in these books. Then you know about the black woman's great contributions to this world. I'm talking about those great black women in Egypt, those great queens and those great rulers and those great warriors that were in these times. So we have to read. We have to be seekers of knowledge because the slave master knew that once we became awakened to who we are, then it's a wrap. They knew that they could only put their foot on our necks and rule over us when we did not know who we are. But times are changing now. And we have to take advantage of knowledge, pardon me. We have to take advantage of knowledge that has been made available. There's no excuse to be ignorant in the internet age. There's so much knowledge on YouTube where there are from everyday brothers to scholars to well-read individuals that are dropping knowledge every day, letting you know what time it is. There are eBooks out there that you can read that's dropping knowledge and letting you know what time it is. And if that don't work, you can go to the public library. It's free. That's where I got my education from, the public library. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, graduate from high school, but I did graduate from the public library. And I got a pretty good education at the public library. So I just wanted to put on our mind these type of books, the miseducation, it's glaring, sorry about that, The Miseducation of the Negro by Mr. Carter G. Woodson. I wanted to put up The World's Great Men of Color, Volume 1 and 2. I want to put up this mighty book right here, Message to the Black Man by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, which is the root of Malcolm X's knowledge. Everything Malcolm preached and taught and became great in came from the philosophy that's in this book, Message to the Black Man. So these are just thoughts that were on my mind about the importance of reading and how we have to seek that knowledge now and become great black minds again. Because knowledge does what? It makes a man unfit to be a slave. And as long as they keep us absent from knowledge, we will continue to be their tools and their fools. But if we learn who we are, then it's going to inspire us to think if we could do it then, if we can build pyramids then, if we can build civilizations then, if we can be great then, then damn it, we can be great right now. We may not want to build pyramids now, but I can build some homes. I can build some skyscrapers. I can build some businesses. I can build new technology. So black history and black knowledge 
from the past is to inspire us in the present to make great moves in the present. And that's why they're afraid. So Jesus said it like this. Ye are the salt of the earth, but the salt has lost its savor. So it's good for nothing but to be trampled under the feet of men. Now, you know, salt is that which gives flavor. So Jesus was saying, you are the salt of the earth, black man, black woman. You are the people that give flavor to humanity and give flavor to this earth. But he says, you have lost your savor. So you are good for nothing but to be trampled under the feet of men. But how will we get our flavor again unless we start reading, unless we start knowing how great we once were, and then it will inspire us again to be those great people again. We have a great future ahead of us. And we have to be inspired to know that we were not slaves. We were kings and queens and rulers and thinkers and scientists that they brought to America. They didn't bring slaves to America. They brought great people to America and made them slaves, made them niggas, made them other than themselves. They destroyed us. But we have an opportunity now to be reformed, transformed, and made new again. So I want you to think about taking your reading more serious. As Les Brown says, just read 30 minutes a day. That's it. 30 minutes a day. And in two weeks, you will have read one book. And in a month, you will have read two books. And in a year, you will have read 24 books. And if you commit yourself to wanting to learn any subject you want. Now, I know once we get out of high school or college, we think learning is over. But education and learning is a lifetime pursuit. So I want you from hearing this message to commit yourself to some serious reading. And I'm not talking about reading erotica or romance novels or comic books or I don't know, some sci-fi or nothing like that. I'm talking about reading some serious books that's going to seriously feed your mind and it's going to make you become a great man and a great woman because you are a great man. You are a great woman. But they have always wanted us to not have knowledge. But we're going to break that, that chain today. Because they say, if you want to hide something from black people, what they say? I can't hear you. They say, if you want to hide something from black people, what? Put it in a book. Because we don't read. We don't research. We don't know. I'm not saying all of us, but in general, that's a pretty true statement. So we want to destroy that stereotype where they can say that if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. No, we're going to go in them books. We're going to read them books. We're going to research. We're going to learn. And then we're going to apply what's in those books. So this is your Wednesday midweek motivational pick me up. I'm going to flash those books by one more time. First message to the black man. This is not just a Muslim book. I know you may be saying, oh, my God. Oh, Lord. There you go with that Muslim stuff. No, this ain't a, this ain't a book just for Muslims. This is a, it didn't say message to the Muslims. It's a message to the black man. And when you say message to the black man, it's message to the black woman as well, because there can't be no black man without the black woman. So this is a book that I want you to not be afraid of. 
Don't think because I, I, I'm a Christian. I go to the church. I ain't going to read that Muslim book. No, read this book. And even if you stay in the church, it will give you black insight into the Bible to understand the prophecies and the scriptures and how they relate to us as black people in 2021. You can't read the Bible with Negro, Negro eyes and white lies. You'll come out confused. But if you read Message to the Black Man, it would teach you a great broad black history. It would teach you black history in the Bible, black history in the Quran, and black history all around the world. Check out Message to the Black Man. Read it 30 minutes a day, and you can knock it out in one month and watch your black mind transform. Again, The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Wilson. This is the original right here. This is the OG book right here. This was written over 50 years ago where our brother Carter G. Woodson analyzed and saw in our minds that we were locked down mentally and needed to be resurrected and transformed. Read this book right here. Your mind may be locked down. And if you read this book, you will find out, yay or nay, that your mind is locked down. And he gives you steps on how to awaken your mind and take that lock off your brain. Again. World's Great Men of Color, Volume 1 and Volume 2 by our brother J.A. Rogers. He has other books as well, but these are two powerful books that I've read and I've kept in my library for 20 years. And it teaches so much great knowledge. I mean, so many great historical figures that are in our history. Now, I know when we think of black figures, we think of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. That's the only black people we can know of that's great. Or Michael Jordan or some or some sports figure or something. But we have some real powerful black figures, men and women that have come among us in history. And we don't even know them because going to their school, they're not going to teach you about them. So. We can't depend on going to their school to learn about these great black men and great black women in history outside of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. We have to take initiative for ourselves and say that I'm not going to depend on the public food system to teach me about my history. I'm going to take responsibility and learn my history myself and learn about all these great black men and great black women that laid it down before us and laid a great path and find inspiration in their life and their struggles so that we can take the baton that they were running with and take it to another level and run the race some more. And then we pass the baton on to the next generation. So that's what I wanted to put on us tonight. Uh, it went a little longer than I expected, but when you, when you, when you're telling truth and talking about knowledge, when it's, it's hard to just shut it off. So I won't hold you any longer. Uh, the last book is a book written by myself, My Walk with Farrah Khan, shameless plug. <laughs> my testimony and writings inspired by my leader, teacher, and guide. This is the story of how I woke up and how the Amens Louis Farrah Khan inspired me to read. Because before the Amens Louis Farrah Khan, I thought that reading and being smart, that was for white people. In school, I would sometimes know the right answer and I would give the wrong answer on purpose because I thought if I gave the right answer, I would be acting white. 
And I thought it was funny when people laughed at me for giving the wrong answer. I thought that was a badge of honor. But y'all, Ms. Louis Farrakhan transformed my mind and made me want to read and seek knowledge. And after I became a high school dropout at age 17, I started going down to the public library and reading every book that I could on all subjects. And I re-educated myself and lifted myself out of the mud by reading and learning and seeking knowledge. And I tell that story in this book called My Walk with Farrakhan. My testimony and writings inspired by my leader, teacher, and guide. It is available on Amazon. Go buy the book now. Leave a review and tell me what you think about it. So that's all I wanted to say tonight, family. Um, I hope that something that I said tonight was found fitting and suitable and inspirational. And you will decide to take your reading life more serious. And taking your reading life more serious is not just reading random whatever, 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 but reading serious books, starting with the knowledge of ourselves, starting with the knowledge of our history. And once we have the knowledge of self and the knowledge of our history, then we can go seek out other knowledge and we won't get confused and we won't be whitewashed by seeking knowledge all over the planet because we have a root in ourselves as beautiful black men and beautiful black women. So I'm going to. Um, tune out now. I just want to um, encourage you to check out our podcast at mywalkwithfarrakhanpodcast.com. Also, check out our blog. It's floating down there on the little ticker, mywalkwithfarrakhanblog.com. We got a lot of articles and a lot of information on the blog. We got um, nearly 40 podcast episodes at mywalkwithfarrakhanpodcast.com. Check it out. Um, also, check out the Ms. Louis Farrakhan on YouTube and NOI.org. Great source of knowledge. Um, the books that I read, that I held up, you can get them on Amazon. You can go to store.finalcall.com and get some great knowledge and books that are out there. Also, subscribe to the Final Call newspaper. Or go to finalcall.com. Even if you don't read a book, you can read a black newspaper. And the Final Call is the blackest paper that's out there today. And in reading the final cause for only 40 pages and we give you black history, black knowledge. We give you prophecies of black people, how we relate to the Bible and the future. And it's just just a great black message. Even if you, if you if you don't you get no book that I read, I would highly suggest you get that final call newspaper and start right there. So um, those that's, that's everything, family. Um, I'll see you next week or see you sooner if the spirit inspires me to come on and say something else. But until then, I wish you a peaceful night, a peaceful rest of the week. I wish you a successful rest of the week. And remember, we are made in the image and likeness of God. So all the greatness that's in God is sitting right up in you. And if you would just activate the greatness of God in you, there's no limit to what you can do. You can do anything you put your mind to because you are in the image and likeness of God and you are a little God yourself. So as we say, there's no limits with God, with God working in you, there is no limit in yourself. So get up this week and move like there is no limits in you. Whatever you start thinking that that's, that's impossible, that's, that's, that's too far fetched. You think I'm, I'm a God. There's no impossible with me. I just got to figure out how to get it accomplished. Don't say I can't get it done. Think, how can I get it done? Because I am in the image and likeness of God. So, fam, peace.
Peace. And I will see you next week. Another time. Peace. My walk with Farrakhan, I bear witness to the man and his works. Believe that. Uh, my walk with Farrakhan.